If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's Regency times and it is the season. So you're out and you're going to balls and you're living that life and you kind of have this crush on this family friend that you've known for a long time, but you don't tell him and, and he just kind of is nice to you and dances with you and stuff. And you kind of, you know, like I can just live this life where the two of us just kind of lightly flirt and nothing happens, except he starts to fall in love with this woman and you find out this woman is pregnant by another man, but she's not going to tell him. What do you do? This is Same Day Shipping, the show where we geek out about real love and fake relationships. I'm Colin. I'm Kelly. I'm Ryan. I'm Patrick. Oh, and they've been sleeping. So is there, there's a chance that he will think no, it is his it's, child. Guys, it's Regency times. Oh, no so one is not sleeping fucking. together. So he will just be surprised. Yes. By a pregnancy. Yes. And she's not telling him that she's pregnant. So. Well, she's just got to fuck him. Yeah. She's got to fuck him really quick. Okay. How but many, right how many okay, months sorry, pregnant I think we forgot no, whose no, no, POV no. this is. Right. You're no, you're the, not. You're the one who's in love with him. <laughs> 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 We're not God in this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> you're in love with this guy mm-hmm. and you d- he doesn't give you real signs that he loves you back or anything, but you have dreams and then you know that he's being entrapped. 
I don't know, man. I mean, is it an it all's fair kind of situation? No, just fucking yeah, just rat, rat her ass out. Rat her out. Yeah, I think you gotta. You don't have yeah. any devotion to her. And if well, I, you kind of like know, her. She's nice. But oh. if what I know about these times, based on like two or three movies, is mm-hmm. you don't even have to rat her out to the guy. All you have to do is like, haven't you heard? Like that shit. Start the rumors. Oh, start, start the, the rumors. Yeah. yeah, plant and a seed. Although that can backfire because he might like be too honorable to believe a vicious rumor and marry her anyway and then pretend that it's his kid. Guys, you're too good. She this is what she does. She starts a rumor. Oh! <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Woo! Stan, oh. we stand. That's what uh, we would do. That was a uh, situation from there's like seven hot takes I could have done for Bridgerton. Um, one involved the pullout method, but I didn't know that I wanted to get that deep on that with you guys. Hey, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> um, but no, I loved Bridgerton. I if you if you're a person who enjoy, oh, and I don't want to say unreservedly because there's definitely ways in which it's a mess, but it's so fun to watch a romance novel on TV. That's oh. just, yeah. you don't get that usually. I want to I want to see it really bad. It seems like exactly my cup of tea. Yeah, I think you would dig it. Oh my god. Plus, you could text me all of the. I know. I would live text you. Yeah, I would love it. And there's a a thing which I no one told. I mean, I did start watching it like the day after it came out, so it's not like anyone had time to tell me about it. Mm-hmm. But they uh, the soundtrack. It's not mm-hmm. fully this, but a lot of it is um, their string quartet covers of modern pop songs. Oh, that's what? cool. That's yeah, that's fun. So we watched it's the first episode. What's the first one that it's like? Uh, uh, Thank you. Next, I think is the yes, first one. That's right, and it's so good. <laughs> that's so good. Um, but this the string quartet is just really good. Um, and yeah, it's, it's it's just really fun. So it's just it has a sense of humor about it. Self. Very that's fun. Cool. But what is the result of this vicious rumor? Does it work? Does she get her man? <laughs> it works. But you want to hear something sad? So oh, the guy wow. is just like, we'll find out bad things about him. Probably. I think next year he's going to get a romantic arc, possibly with the protagonist of the uh, storyline I, I did. But mm-hmm. like he finds out and he's like, you know what? If you had just told me that you were in trouble and you were pregnant, I loved you so much. I was stupid enough. I would have married you. <gasps> I would have married you, but it's the fact that you lied to me and tried to make a fool of me and tried to take advantage of me. Like oh you're not God. the person that I, you're not the person I thought you were. Mm-hmm. It's very sad. Wow. And then of course, in the corner the girl who loved him all along is like, mm, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he is a perfect boy and maybe he will be my perfect boy. Oh, no, but she, but he never will be. Well, she'll never, he, wants- he, he doesn't, he doesn't know that it's her fault. I mean, that could come out next season. But he doesn't but know what that he it's wants. He wants a direct girl, though. He wants someone who's not going to lie to him or play games. Well, I know. So how is this going to work out? I don't know. More, more lies. Yeah, probably if more you, lies. If you get what you want with lies and then find out that the person doesn't like liars, lying more is your only way out. It's like digging yourself out of a massive hole. Yep. Guys, we're doing dig ships today. <laughs> he did it. He did it. Good job, Colin. Thank you. Next. <laughs> Next. Who, oh, you need another segue? Really good job, Colin. Thank you. You, you get the all-star badge for this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that we award. It's a secret award we never we don't usually tell the listeners about. Yeah, mine actually feels jump. cheapened that they know. Sorry. 
Well, it's the it's the first time. We have been doing it every episode, and it's a big to-do, but you know, we just don't do it on mic. Yeah. It's in the episode ap- after the episode. Because right. <laughs> as everyone knows, we do an episode of this show just in banter before the show. It's true. And then we don't realize that the mics weren't on. Okay, you know what? We don't need Kelly to specifically. You don't need to worry. To the topic. She tries to do a segue, but so we're just talking like normal people. So embarrassing. I mean, we're not talking strictly like normal people. We're talking like the four of us. Yeah, fact. right, right. <laughs> so how could I not think that it was a show? Well, yeah. Four of the most performative friends you'll ever have the pleasure of listening to. <laughs> oh, that makes us sound like something I would not listen to. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, and I actually kind of feel bad because my dig ship is so basic. Oh, who you got? It's like the most is basic. It dig dug? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like two archaeologists uh-huh. who reveal themselves to actually kind of be a- action heroes, but also have strong morals and ethics. And they love each other, but their relationship is kind of stagnating, but their passion for dinosaurs pulls them through it. And that is Ellie and Grant from Jurassic Park. Um, I'm Woo! sorry. Did you say archaeologists? Oh, because they're paleontologists. They're paleontologists. But and uh, a paleobotanist. You need career. to dig for paleontology, too. That's true. <laughs> That's You're true. Right. I'm sorry. They're paleontologists. No, but I... Uh, uh, Shit-nosy shit correction aside, it's an OTP. I love yeah. them so much. I do too. And that's why I felt like I had to do it because I don't think I've ever talked about them before. I don't know that we've. We did a Jurassic Park ship episode. Oh, that's right. Where we realized that Ian Malcolm is the uh, utility knife of. Uh... He's an he's an omnidirectional shipper. Yeah. You can ship omnidirectional him with, shipper. With I remember the term we came up with for him. He could be a, chi- a ship army knife, I think is what we said. <laughs> Hell yes. Um. um no, they're so good, and like the version of them that we meet right at the beginning of Jurassic Park, when they're like arguing about having kids and like living in a shitty trailer on a dig site. I want to live in that forever. I know it's, it's great, so good. And if if it was any other movie, they would like, I don't know, own a fucking bookstore or something together. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be dinosaur related because that's too fascinating to like walk away from. You couldn't just do a relationship <laughs> movie. But I mean, yeah, I want to know their story and all the stuff that happens off camera between the first and the third movie. I want to watch the fucking uh, marriage story with those characters. And they're in the newest Jurassic World, right? Or the next one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Jurassic oh. Universe, the third one, whatever it's, it's yeah, called. Jurassic yeah, the Jurassic Universe, I think it's called. <laughs> no, Jurassic Park Endgame. Uh, Jurassic Park Flashpoint. No, Golden Era Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic Park Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm just picturing how Ellie would respond to Kylo Ren. She would just be like, <laughs> so dismissive. He would put, curl up in a ball and cry. I think she literally just would not answer. Like she would not respond to him. Like he would talk and she would pretend he didn't speak. I like know was, you can hear me. And she would just be like really busy doing whatever it is she's doing. It, it does complicate things because isn't she a living character in that universe now? 
Yes. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll not, get to it. Uh, They're going to multiplicity that shit or something. Yeah. Well, hold on. Uh, she died in the movie yeah, previous to that. Died so, in yeah. Last oh, Jedi, did she? So. Yeah. Oh, I can't yeah, remember who lives and who dies in those fucking I will movies. Go down with that ship. <laughs> How Sorry. is that not our theme song? Oh my god, you're right. Jesus That's, Christ. Wow. And we should have paid for years licensing in, for what that. What a fucking you know, swing and a miss. Dido, who sings the theme song of Roswell. Wow. Really? Connect. Yeah. Um. What's What's the other Dido song? She had like the two pop songs uh well, stan of course <laughs> well, no. stan. Stan gone is... cold i'm wondering why That's it. yes yes okay and out of bed at all. um when and nicole and i went to florida we were in line to get our covid tests uh-huh. uh you know so we could expose ourselves to uh my parents for christmas <laughs> and i don't think that phrase is the expose yourselves to your parents for is christmas. a little much <laughs> and then we found this really weird diary in my in my parents <laughs> attic <laughs> And it was it was thick about you and Nicole being siblings, <laughs> written by your parents. Now that is upsetting. No, we would leave. We would leave immediately. We would leave immediately. I would never speak to those like, fucks ever again. Okay, what if it was just rewritten as if it was your whole childhood, but just Nicole was your sibling, and none of thing about your relationship is in there. It's just like oh. your parents love her so much that they fucking like, magic. It's She's like 900 daughter. pages long. It's like the boyhood of a uh, fucking creepy. No, what, um, if, <laughs> what if that's just what you think it is, but then you realize, like, because you're reading it and you're like, why have they written it like Nicole is my sister in this? And then you realize that they wrote you out. <gasps> <gasps> Scary. Scary. And then you find a chapter written by Nicole. <gasps> Wait, so she's been a part of this. She's talented Mr. Rippling you. Oh, no. Just to get to your family. <laughs> They're not that great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love them, but. Sure. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this was going to just be a story about a long line where I heard both the Dido songs on the radio, but it's gone. That is a really long line. <laughs> That is a long line. Just like for the possibility of that happening. Same station. We heard both Dido songs. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Um, God, and I wish it didn't go where it went, but it has, and that's canon now. <laughs> <laughs> it's canon. It's canon, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, do you, do you have a dig ship? Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to reach into my bag and pull out the old Swiss Army ship for this hey! one. Um, cause I mean, my mind went straight to paleontology as well. And mm-hmm. I thought, uh, you know, you got, uh, Alan and, um, all that. And I originally thought like, okay, Alan, who's exactly like Alan, who also likes to dig Indiana Jones, <gasps> but I thought Ooh. they might actually butt heads a little bit, a little too samey, mm-hmm. samey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They both want to be the boss. So I instead used, uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm with Indiana Jones so we can do like an enemies to lovers because how fucking crazy would Ian Malcolm make Indiana Jones at first like he would drive him up the fucking wall every time he was trying to do like a whip trick or you know grab his hat <laughs> under a wall he would just be like oh uh, uh, let's go faster you know like I'll, uh, I don't know I, I want to see it I want to see it all I want to see their first kiss I want to see their breakup. Like I'm just in for Ian Malcolm, and maybe that's what makes him the omnidirectional ship. 
I almost I, like I want to see them on an adventure, and the adventure itself goes terribly. Mm. Yeah, real bad. Because like I, I think they are probably incapable of working together. But like afterwards, like sort of as they're debriefing at the bar later, like laughing at how much of like a fucking train wreck it was, and then like getting it on, and then they have their own separate adventures, and they keep coming back to like. Well, you know, Doctor Malcolm gets a job at the university. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. he does. And uh, he's at the... <laughs> so, actually, and Indy fucking hates him, right? Ruined his whole adventure. Can't stand the guy. But they end up at the bar together, and Ian's, like, trying to buy him a drink, and Indy's like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for someone. And he's like, okay, fine. So, to kill some time, Ian just gets up on stage and plays fucking improv jazz. <gasps> and that's what Indy fucking relates to that that's the spark he sees in him oh he sees him a little differently there mm-hmm. oh, i like this because mm, he sees a spontaneous version of him i yeah. see i see the chaos jazzy jazzy <laughs> and it's not like la la land where he has to talk about jazz for 25 minutes beforehand no you know he just, he just does it and that's, yeah. you know what's the most least jazz thing to do is fucking it's, talk about it yeah Try to organize jazz into thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I <laughs> I went to a school with uh, a conservatory with a strong jazz program, and let me tell you, those fuckers will talk to you about jazz all goddamn day long. <laughs> Patrick, do you have a uh, dig ship? I do, and since we're all revisiting things that we've talked about on this show a bunch of times. Um, <laughs> I'm going to make us talk about Final Fantasy VI again. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I feel like Final Fantasy VI is like the yeah. opposite of Jurassic Park. Uh, I mean, they because both came out in like 1993. All of us are intimately familiar with one. I see, I see. I, f- I feel like I've only, the only way I have ever been exposed to Final Fantasy VI, like I don't even think I've seen the cover of Final Fantasy VI. The only w- way I have like consumed any knowledge about Final Fantasy VI is literally through Patrick on episodes of Same Day Shipping. Kelly, I don't know. You <laughs> would love the game. And oh it's God. funny because every time at the end, I'm like, yeah, that's really interesting. I'm like engaged and I no, love me the too. ship. Like, I and then play. I forget everything yeah. again. So you're going to have to bring us back, Patrick. Tell you us about going to have. It's How also get- so fun that it's always Final Fantasy VI when Seven is the one that... <laughs> Famously brought RPGs into the mainstream for yes. the entire planet. And it's like, right. aha, but just before they did that. <laughs> hey, man, I'm, there a, was a, I'm a diehard Mammoth Super Nintendo fight. boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> so Final Fantasy VI. Uh, <laughs> the, the character at the center of this uh, is Edgar. He is the king of a, uh, a kingdom called Figaro. Um, and, uh, you meet him when he is 27 and he's been King for 10 years. Oh, wow. Um, but the, there's sort of like the, the backstory here with, um, he and his twin brother, uh, Sabin, uh, and they, uh, they were 17 when their, when their father died. And these two guys are like pretty much like they, they, neither one of them were like interested in being King. Um, but like Edgar is a real like ladies man and like, you know, when he was young, like got with everyone. Right. Um, and his brother Sabin was like a martial arts guy and just wanted to like go off into the mountains and do that. Um, and then when their father died, uh, his father, the, 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 he, the, the King, he was like, uh, the two of you together will 
um, you know, take over and you will be the new kings of Figaro. And neither of them, neither of them want to be king because it's oh. too much responsibility. Mm-hmm. You can't go off into the mountains and, you know, do karate when you're king and you can't, you know, maybe you can sleep with everyone when you're king. Um, but like, you know, there's like responsibility to it. So uh, the brothers decide to flip a coin and whoever wins the coin toss gets to decide what they do, if they stay and be king or if they go off and, you know, into the world and do whatever they want. Um, and Edgar flips a, a coin that is it's a rigged coin. It's a two sided. Both sides are head. Both sides are heads. And he rigs it in his brother's favor. Aww. So his brother can go off into the mountains and do whatever he wants. And like Edgar still is like a really flirty dude, but like he curbs any of the like, you know, he's he takes the responsibility seriously. Um, and so like he drops all of the, you know, he was this playboy and like he's not anymore. Ah. Ten years pass. Uh and, and during this time, uh the Empire is like you know, gaining control over the planet and uh, Figaro is like sort of a soft ally, but it's really working with like the resistance and like Edgar is sort of like spearheading this and like, you know, he's just like a, just a hair away from being like found out by the emperor as like a traitor to the empire. Um, and uh, Kefka, this like evil clown dude uh, is sent by the emperor to like, you know, flush all this out. And Edgar sends castle figaro into the sands they did this is the dig part of it mm-hmm. um that it like submerges the castle and like saves everyone from from the emperor um and it's all cool shit and like you know edgar does all of this uh like great stuff to you know be a uh, revolutionary and all that but through the course of final fantasy 6 the world ends um like the uh an ancient like dark magic uh, aligns some statues and the physical shape of the world is like forever changed uh, and the seas are like turned purple and the sky is scorched um like it's just it is like the fucking end of the world and all all of your party members are scattered to the to the ends of the globe mm-hmm. and edgar all he wants is to get back to his submerged castle because he's like those are my people i yeah. need to like get back to them um but the only way he he find he finds out that there are some people who want to get to the castle so that they can uh, like rob it, like rob it for its resources. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he like takes on the guise of a master thief to like join them and, uh, you know, get back to his castle. But I'd like to think of this time as the time that Edgar, like, cause he, he doesn't have to be like the King character anymore. Now he's like the thief. I think this is his like fuck fest time. I think this oh. is when he goes <laughs> back <laughs> to just getting with everyone. Well, he's method act. Yeah, that's right. Stop. <laughs> Method acting. So is the ship Edgar Fuckfest? The ship is Edgar Fuckfest, yes. Fuck yes, I love a Fuckfest ship. Free from his like 10 years of like nonstop responsibility when he's like, oh, I can put my insatiable libido to good use here mm-hmm. to go undercover. That's just what I want for him. I just want All him right. to have a happy Fuckfest time. And I mean, think about it. If he gets what he wants and he unearths the kingdom, that's just another 10 years of uh, responsibility he's looking yeah. at. That's his reward. So, yeah, get it. Get it dirty while the getting's. <laughs> oh, where are you going to go? Where are you oh, going to go? Well, well, <laughs> mm. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, it's underground. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I'm trying to help. I do like a fuck fest, though. And I like this for him. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> it seems I, like there's again, a but there. And I know we've said this before when we talk about Final Fantasy VI. I feel like you introduced all that stuff new. You made it up off the top of your head, and we all just have <laughs> yeah. to believe you that it's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to believe me that it's true, but it is true. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've been playing a long con of like the game we played with uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. You're just waiting for one of us to play the game, and we can be like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> Patrick, this is a first person shooter." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do like it though. I do. I do like that that ship though. No, I think it's I, good. Or I guess just, event. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> I guess time, it's not really that, phase. that that period. Mm-hmm. It's just you know because he gave it up like he knew he was giving it up when he let yeah. his brother go. Yeah, yeah. No, I like I I support. Thank you for sharing. Well, thank you for letting me share. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what's your dig em up ship? Okay, well, so I interpreted dig. I, okay, I was just basically trying to make this a way I, I could talk about Paradise Killer. Okay, I've been playing this game. I Ooh, finished what's it. This? Called Paradise Killer. It's fucking tight. It's part visual novel, part walking sim, part murder mystery. You, um, it's basically, uh, it takes place on this like transdimensional island that is created by this group called the syndicate and they take like humans from earth and like have them live there and like toil away building these like pyramids for the gods to live in. And then, uh, but the pyramid is always, or I'm sorry, the, the Island is always deemed like not perfect enough. So then what they do is they, uh, ritually slaughter all of the citizens at the end of every quote cycle of the, island when when it's deemed not perfect enough um and then their psychic screams of death are then fed like siphoned into the gods and so that's like how the syndicate like placates the gods and then the syndicate is ferried over through a transdimensional portal to a new island where they start over and every time the island is closer and closer to perfection the setting of the game is like um first of all the soundtrack is all like future funk and city pop so it's like cool. Very cool. Um, the look of the game is really cool. It's like very um like vapor wavy, like nineteen eighties mall wave kind of look. Mm-hmm. Um, you play an investigator called Lady Love Dies, which also the names in this game are fucking amazing. Um, I'm gonna send you guys some images so you can have references for these people because everyone in this game is very hot. Um, okay, so this is Lady Love Dies. Uh, that's who you are. You are like investigating this murder. Uh, you've been exiled because you were you were tricked by a god into like doing their plan, and it caused the island to like get fucked up too early. So you were like they were like you messed up. You don't get to be part of the syndicate. You are exiled on day three million of your exile. They're like, um, okay, shit. Like so, we ritually slaughtered like all of the humans, mm-hmm. and then now. All of the all of the important members of the syndicate gathered in one room, and they were all killed by somebody we don't know who. So you have to come back down out of exile and help us figure out who killed the council. And so, uh, you are like, um, and it's sort it's it's part visual novel, but there's also like a dating sim element in that you can romance two characters. One is this character I'm sending you guys a picture named um. 
Crimson Acid. And she used to be a human and she was drafted from the humans to become part of the syndicate and she was blessed by a god, which is why she has a ram's head. Mm -hmm. And she's just paraded around as a celebrity to basically get humans to believe in hope. Like they're like, oh, but if we're good, we can become part of the we syndicate. We can get a ram's head. Yes. But which you, is a desirable can't. quality? Huh? Someone wants to have a ram's head? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And she's like very powerful and she's like a celebrity. She endorses all these like crazy sodas and all that. <laughs> so she is like you used to be part of the syndicate, but then now she got like kicked out for some reason and you don't really know why when you're playing the game. So now she's a secrets broker. So she lives like in the sewers. And also when you're searching this city, it's empty because all the humans have been sacrificed. You right. come across the area where they were sacrificed and it's very creepy. Ooh. Um but it's so it's like this empty kind of like tropical Tokyo feel a little bit, okay. but then also with like like Aztec uh, like there's like pyramids and stuff like the, like influence um, and there's puzzles too in the game. So so as you're doing more research and like interviewing people and finding evidence, um, you discover like right like it's not just a murder. There's like a conspiracy and like different people are doing bad things and blah blah blah. So. One of the people you can romance is Crimson Acid. I ship Lady Love Dies with Crimson Acid because, like, basically you can, like, hang out with each of the people you interview. Mm -hmm. After you hang out with Crimson Acid for a while, first of all, she's very cool. Yeah. She's, like, she's she, she's a secrets broker. And she's very, like, oh, you know, it's going to cost you. Like, that kind of mm -hmm. person. Mm, yes. And so she's very, like, like, nothing can touch me. I... I don't feel anything because, like, the corporate overlords have, like, taken away everything that I've ever wanted, blah, blah, blah. But then she, like, reveals that, like, when you were exiled, she felt, like, really alone and, like, that she and, – and then also that you married some guy named Isaiah. Why? Who's, who's not – yeah, before. You married him, like, a long time before, before oh, your exile. Even before the exile. Ooh. Yeah. And she was, like, honestly, when you married him, like, I felt something – leave and like it wasn't just that we weren't running around together anymore but like i just felt like we were living different lives and like i really missed you and blah 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 and then so you can like romance her at that point the other person you can romance is dr doom jazz Ooh. <laughs> which i feel like colin would ro romance him i just oh, sent the picture get of off him. It. yeah he has cybernetic arms and he has a pink mohawk and he has a really the hard. v it's it is such a try hard here's the thing i yeah. want to I want to get all his skulls and that belt buckle mm -hmm. uh, and his cybernetic arms. I just want to get him to take him off for a minute and just like, just look into my eyes, doctor. Okay. Come on, Doom yeah. Jazz. Yeah. The vibe yeah. he gives me, and may, I don't know if people do this, so maybe people do, mm -hmm. that he trims his chest hair. Yeah, I know it's trimmed. But for he sure. doesn't shave it. Like yeah. he, he, he manicures to the point of like, Every one of his little chest hairs is the exact same. Yeah, I just height. zoomed in on the image. Yeah, he, uh, he it's uses the same the as his same stubble on his guard face. Yeah. for his yeah. chest and his beard yes, and exactly. his head. Exactly. Which yeah. maybe that's a thing. I I don't see a lot of chests. I'm unfamiliar with it. I'm confused because if that is a five o'clock shadow for chest hair, mm. where's his uh, where's his belly hair? Where's his uh, happy trail? He waxes it. He waxes that and then shave, like trims his chest hair. 
Well, I think I, I think he but, also waxes his chest though, because like the I, it's like a, almost a perfect heart shape on his chest. Yeah, yeah it I is mean, a yeah. perfect heart shape. I wonder. Now, here's the thing. I bet, and I, I feel like his head probably not the mohawk part. The other part feels nice to rub your fingers on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder now about chest, but chest skin is so different than skull skin. Yeah, but I don't think it feels true. as cool to like rub your hand on his chest like a um, teddy bear. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, and then I have a, I have a, I have a side side ship from this game. Okay. I just sent you two pictures. So these two people. This is Sam and Lydia Daybreak. Oh, um, they're married. Yes. So or they're they, siblings. Twist. No, we're not no, doing that. They're not. So they used to be assassins and then they <gasps> started fighting each other. They were like trying they were hired by opposing sides to attack each other. Mr. and Mrs. And Smith. She- yep. And she killed him, which is why he's a he's a He's a red skeleton. Yeah, he's yeah, a red he's... skeleton. With a horn. With a horn. Yeah. And Did he's he have a, a he's horn a- when he was alive? I don't know. I love, I've never thought of this before, but low-rise jeans on a skeleton yeah, looks it's cool. fucking cool. It does yeah. look cool. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's like a really good bartender. He does the bar, he pretends the bar on the island. <laughs> Is that why he's holding a bottle that way? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then she's the he fairy like woman. A, she he takes like everybody. like a toddler trying to hold a I know. Bottle. No, he I just know. thinks he's in cocktail. That's all. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, so know. he's wearing like a captain's like cruise jacket. Yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> I do like a marriage where, you know, the struggle of your relationship is you have to kill uh, the person you like uh, for the job. And then the solution is he just comes back as an animated skeleton and leaves the murdering business. Yeah, He's like, oh, I'll just I'll just be a bartender. Whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, so I want to be both, with you, babe. Yeah. They both decide like that. They're tired of the assassin life. Right. So like they they are like fighting and fighting and fighting each other. She kills him. But. In that moment, they realize they love each other. So he comes back, but it's too late. And so he's just a skeleton. Mm-hmm. And um, she's the fairy woman. She's the one who takes everybody from one island to the next at the end oh, of every I island. I thought you were saying F-A-R-R-Y. No, F-E-R-R-Y. Okay. <laughs> and then he's the bartender. But they become like suspects, which maybe they did do it. Maybe they didn't because they're mm-hmm. trying to leave they want to explore the real world. They want to leave this like endless cycle. Yeah. Well, because of... they meet a bunch of people and then those people get slaughtered. I know. Exactly. And and um, so it, it's a really cool game. All the names are so cool. Like there's a character named Witness to the End. There's a character. Uh, the, the bar that, that Sam Daybreak works at is called Bar Knife Through the Heart. <laughs> um, oh, that's fucking cool as shit. Yeah, it's really cool. That like, oh, there's a character named Carmelina Silence. Like, they're just like, the names are so, like, it's just such a, act like, it's such a good feeling to the game. And also just like the story of it and everything. I was thinking about this game a lot. Um, and so at the end, you have to decide who committed the crime to end all crimes, which is killing the entire syndicate. Um, because basically the only people that are left are like fringe syndicate members. Mm-hmm. So it's like the architect who builds the islands and then like that's it. It's yeah. like like the fairy woman and the bartender guy like those are the only people left. Um so and and you because you were in exile. Right. So it's it's a cool game. I liked it I liked it a lot. I was thinking about it and I'm going to be playing that soundtrack like I'm just going to be listening to that. Yeah. Probably for a while. Oh yeah. So yeah, th- those are my ships from that. Um and so that's uh that's a dig ship 
Because you dig those ships? Because if you're an investigator, what do you do? Oh, you're digging you're around. Digging all up right, clues. I get it. Digging up clues. You're doing all this digging. I love it. The world like of this game um, kind of reminds me of uh, Reprisal, like where everything is, is like. Oh, it was a it was a one season Hulu show that kind of slapped, but it just didn't uh, didn't catch on. But it's it's like fucked up and there's drugs and then there's everything is like sort of green screen and it's like dark but it's also mm. bright purple and yeah. it's just like it's Ooh. fucking cool as shit um this game looks awesome as shit man it's really fun it's it is a lot of like if you don't like visual novels there's a lot it's not fully voiced either so like there's like you know certain lines they'll read but it's so it it is a sometimes that's better though you know yeah I agree. But so there's like a quite a bit of reading that's like 50% reading and then 50% like running around and like jumping on shit and like trying to like collect like little blood vials. Oh, and there's this demon named Shinji that hangs out with you and is just a total asshole to you the whole time. <laughs> but he's so fucking funny. And I'm going to send you guys what he looks like because he literally so we can kind of describe him. Um but he like over time like you start to get a relationship with him um and like at the end of the game i couldn't find him afterwards and so i had to leave him on the island to die <gasps> oh yeah and he i know i feel bad but he's very funny he's like oops 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 sent the wrong thing wait so th- this is a a four-armed character who's always giving the double bird and double peace sign yeah, and Wait, he's like, what? and he's squatting so that his penis is like in your face all the time. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> so that's like an example of how you would find him while running around. So like that background, that's like what uh, what the island looks like, uh-huh. and he's like crouched on some fucking thing. <laughs> yep, yep. Honestly, I wouldn't be able to leave the island without him. Yeah, I know. I just... <laughs> Don't abandon him. I know. Shinji. He's got like a little like. His face is a mix between, uh, like, Geode, Praying Mantis, and Fox. It's very, yeah. very cute. Yeah, he's very cute. But his head his... is sort of like a rectangular prism. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he is doing double peace sign, double birds. Yep. <laughs> and putting that little dingleberry in perfect view of all of us. Perfect view. Yeah. Isn't the perfect dingleberry a, a turd you didn't wipe I away? I know, but yeah. I, I was He probably has a dingleberry if we're going to be honest. Dick, so I just started talking and i said a thing i liked it (laughs) oh so in this world people make dukes huh i get yeah all right we know that they do i don't know if the syndicate does but you find a like you you find a like little hovel that like one of the syndicate has been keeping two humans in there and you find their doo-doo in there doo-doo yeah and like, why are they doing that? That's well, that's I mean, secret. here you go. If the problem is they can never make the island perfect enough, I got a pitch. Let's try eliminating dukes. Let's get those. <laughs> let's make that no longer a thing. Step people one. have to do. Step hey guys, <laughs> two, two relationships. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.